0: Everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Brokerage Insider. Uh, today, I have a very exciting guest. I'm thrilled to have him on. His name is Jonathan Klein and he is with PropTech Consulting. Uh, Jonathan, welcome.
1: Thanks, Jen. Excited to be here.
0: Um, Jonathan brings to us a lot of diverse experience. He's definitely a thought leader uh, and he's he's a true expert in the field of virtual reality tech, uh, which I think right now is more important than it ever has been given the pandemic that we're coming from. COVID, And the way that we saw virtual home tours impact the industry. So we're going to get into that. But before we do, Jonathan, I'd love for you to give a little bit more about your background for our listeners.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I got a interesting background. It's actually a mix of media marketing and technology. My career started at the New York Observer actually, where I learned to appreciate both the real estate and technology fields. And then from there, I got into technology after that, emerging tech specifically thought leadership. And and then that segued to virtual reality where I learned about prop tech and was fortunate to discover uh, my most recent uh, business venture, which was GeoCV and had a really exciting time there. And so, yeah, it's a pretty, wide-ranging uh, net, but ultimately leveraging that power of thought leadership, the media within the emerging tech sphere has been a really uh, vibrant opportunity and so excited to get more into some of those um, discoveries.
0: Sure, I love it. It, uh, it sounds like you have the same philosophy that I do of integrating your marketing and tech and really leveraging the tools and solutions that are out there um, to make it work for you, whether you're an agent or a broker. And Jonathan, you work with some of the largest uh, brokerages that are out there. Am I correct on that?
1: Yes. Part of my focus is definitely stemming from the prop tech community. That's pretty vibrant in New York city. And so whether it's brokerages, owners, operators, hospitality, Um, You know, I kind of work with the full range. uh, But at the same time, it all starts with the agents. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to work with uh, some of the top brokerages like Douglas Elliman and Compass, uh, as well as Halstead, Brown, Harris, Stevens, Nest Seekers, and uh, some others. And so it's uh, been really exciting so far.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, those are some big names. So what I wanna do is open it up with a really interesting stat that I fell upon. And given your experience, especially in 3D um, virtual home tours, uh, I saw a stat that homes with 3D tours went up, um, viewership on that went up by 408% from February to March. And that's obviously right when the pandemic of COVID-19 hitting us came about. And um, so I'd love your thought on, how COVID affected us in the real estate tech space and what consumers were expecting. It's obviously clear that those people that took the time to put together, whether it was a Matterport or a GOCV or any sort of 3D um, or or very robust and aesthetically pleasing virtual tour had a lot more success with the consumers viewing those properties and thus um, starting to move forward and and re-emerge in the real estate industry. What are your thoughts on that and what had you seen coming out of COVID?
1: Yeah, throughout my experience uh, on the startup side, I was constantly getting the question from VCs and agents and brokerages and executives about what the tipping point was and, and why virtual tours hadn't truly taken off. And so with COVID, virtual tours became a need versus a want. And so while there are many great attributes to the virtual tours, obviously the social distancing concept is something that uh, is a challenge. And so even if it's having a photographer that can do photos, floor plans and the tours, obviously that's something that can then um, be a huge opportunity uh, for, for all aspects of the business. And so uh, in terms of the increase uh, of virtual tours, We've definitely reached that tipping point. Hopefully the trends will continue. I'm sure that some will probably revert back, but uh, it's definitely been a, a, a very positive sign for uh, the virtual tour industry. I, I believe that most of the companies in the space are seeing crazy success. And so we don't want to fool ourselves that, you know, every single solution out there is, you know, gonna be the next big thing. But I do think that the the trend. Is, is is very positive, and uh, you know the industry has adopted it. Some have adopted it in unique ways to market themselves better. Others are simply using it because it's more efficient. And uh, you know, just a lot of really good learnings all around in terms of the education uh, from you know the agent level all the way through to the executives.
0: Sure, I think it's interesting. Um, exactly what you said that COVID kind of accelerated what we we already knew people should be doing in order to showcase homes Um, in in what i've seen in technology and the way that people are marketing their homes in the past it was like you know your average everyday house people wouldn't take the time or or put the money toward a virtual tour on it it was more like you know the larger properties that need drone video to showcase uh, you know something that's on multiple acres Um, but in your opinion are you seeing that you know your your typical neighborhood block home now, uh, your typical residential property, even still, people are now investing in that technology to showcase those online. Are you seeing that?
1: Yeah, I think that similar to the stock market, the virtual tour industry was prime to take off. It was just a matter of time and circumstance. And so it wasn't uh, so, so I don't know if there's a direct correlation in terms of transactions. But I would say that uh, as soon as the, 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 the industry gets back on track, the virtual tours will have already accelerated uh, the transaction uh, you know process, and people are going to already say, hey, these are the top homes that I want to see. So the qualification process is certainly going to be ramped up. And I know that the interactivity and the engagement levels are, are higher than ever across the board from Zillow to Redfin to Matterport uh, and apartments.com and all the different major platforms that have been supporting tours for a while, uh, uh, including, you know, Zillow, who now is, is more, um, you know, mainstream with their efforts, uh, but definitely a lot of engagement and, and activity uh, that will lead to, you know, more transactions, uh, you know, once things ramp back up.
0: Yeah, I love that you relate it back to transactions. I'm constantly talking to my brokerage clients about ROI and tracking things all the way through to close. Um, what an interesting stat it would be if people started to track whether a home had a virtual tour or not. And maybe if days on market went down because of that, or you know, there's so many analytics that could go behind that. Uh, so I'd love to see my clients begin to think progressively that way into their marketing. Uh, to be able to show the true ROI and show that these homes that have the investment of, um, you know, a, a virtual tour, um, more along the lines of what you do are selling probably quicker, um, probably for more, for a larger purchase price. Uh, so I really love that you bring up the transaction side of it, because I think that that is an important thing to think about as we move forward and many yeah. people are trying to, you know, really show ROI.
1: For sure. Yeah. People are definitely buying site, um, unseen, uh, but they, but, but, but obviously with the situation we're in, um, the, 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 the transactions are less. Um, but to the contrary, in New York city, for example, um it's interesting because street easy has actually, um, worked with Matterport to syndicate their tours. And so I, I can't tell you how many listings I'm seeing that, have Matterport tours. And I don't know how they could actually even do business without having something like that, whether it's Zillow, Home 3D, or Matterport. So I think it's great that while the uh, days on market have been suspended uh, by revenue in New York City, that at least um, agents can actually enhance their existing listings and or um, bring on new listings through this type of technology and actually be able to grow their business at the same time.
0: Sure. You're absolutely right. Now you've worked with, um, a lot of different companies in this space, Matterport, GOCB. Tell me a little bit more about the solutions that you've seen out there and, and some of the things that you would recommend from your perspective.
1: Yeah. So I started in 360 video and virtual reality. And then when I learned about this alternative to Matterport, honestly, I was like, Holy shit. And I couldn't believe how amazing yeah. this technology was. And so I did my best to bring it to the market uh, with GeoCV. And basically, we launched at the main, on the main stage of Inman Connect with Compass and Matterport. After that, we won Best Tech at RealCom uh, in corporate commercial real estate. And then most recently, we got into the Modern Ventures Passport program run by Constance Friedman, the former head of the NAR. And so as far as what we were doing, it was all about our mobile first open architecture approach, meaning that you can own and edit the data, which Mm -hmm. was really exciting. And so from an enterprise level, uh, it was, you know, self hosting um, Offline downloads white labeling all these things that make a lot of sense at the enterprise level, but then from the agent perspective, the same way you're able to edit your photos now you can actually edit the tours you can virtually stage them you could make the walls whiter the sky blue all these you know extra um, level processing opportunities that just are sort of common in in real estate photography and so we were uh really on pace to do some exciting things before we pivoted but as far as the the rest of the industry goes there are a ton of 360 companies out there and a lot of different camera makers some of which have their own proprietary Uh, software solution to support it. Others that simply sell the camera and then you could pick from any one of your favorite, uh, solutions. And it really just comes down to, uh, price, user experience, quality. Uh, if you want a professional solution versus more of a do it yourself solution, Matterport just recently announced their do it yourself solution. So if you're selling your home, you can actually just download the app, shoot your own space and, you know, share that with the realtor, or you could obviously Uh, consult with uh, them on having a professional come out and shoot the space in a variety of options. And so really there's there's Matterport um, in in a few different varieties. Uh, And then there's Zillow Home 3D, which has become very popular just given their supply and demand. And then there's a slew of uh, 360 providers that are um, trying to be the next, you know, alternative or competitor uh, but there's room for, for plenty of competition. And I think that the more that, that, that some of these companies cross collaborate and work together, I think the more opportunity we all have.
0: I think that's true of anything in real estate tech. Um, you know, there's there's never necessarily an end-to-end solution. The more that we can all... Work together in the vendor space and and collaborate. I think the better the end user experience is, whether it's an agent that is marketing a property or a consumer that is actually doing a home search. Um, you know, so I, I find that interesting that you bring up the the do it yourself type of scenario. Do you find that it's relatively easy for your average agent to? you know, shoot these type of videos and, and then edit them and change them and, and make them more aesthetically pleasing with some of the things that you said are capable in the software sets behind some of these companies.
1: Yeah, I, it is easy. And it's just a matter of personal preference in terms of the, the, the interest, the willingness, because once you get to a certain point, you may say, you know what, I can do it, but I'd rather do what I do best, which is, which is sell. And so I always advocate for professional services in general, but certainly it's good to have a balance between the two. Sometimes you may want to do it yourself and other times you may want to hire a professional. Uh, But for the most part, these things are getting easier and better uh, by the day. And it's only a matter of time before, you know, you take your iPhone out and it's able to capture depth data and then produce a 3d model that is, photorealistic and is accurate in terms of its measurements. And so we're not there yet, but it's definitely coming in the future. Sure.
0: Sure. I I mean, I, myself, if I was out in the field, I completely agree. It's, it's probably something that I wouldn't necessarily have the time for or feel comfortable doing myself. I'd want a professional uh, involved. And is that where someone like you and your, your prop tech consulting firm comes into play?
1: Definitely. So one of the first things I tell agents and executives is about all of the different options, even if that means that it's not in my direct best interest. And that's because the technology sphere is moving so fast that sometimes by the time you learn and adopt something, there may be something new and better out there. And so rather than jeopardizing, you know, that potential situation, I'll inform most of my partners that essentially, for example, Zillow, it's free. And, and a lot of people just don't even know about it yet. And especially somewhere like New York City, where, you know, you just have a lot of spaces that are maybe small and empty and, you know, needing to be moved. Um, I think that the more tours there are of different kinds, the the more adoption there will be, period. And and so there's nothing wrong with, uh, with, with getting started uh, at an early stage, especially if you're going from maybe – uh, cell phone pictures, you know, it, it would be, um, a big ask to go to professional 3D tours overnight.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would also think that this is an interesting, um, type of solution for vacation markets, knowing that there's possibly, um, buyers overseas that, you know, can't necessarily get out here to purchase a property, but are interested in some sort of a vacation home or something like that. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, one of the first uh, instances I had at GeoCV that really uh, shook me was when we had one of our investors. Obviously, this isn't like the quintessential use case, but they wanted one of our photographers to like go overseas and shoot a space and pay us a couple thousand dollars just so they didn't have to leave their vacation early. And so I, I think that, that that time is money. And certainly with the situation we're in and, and, and social distancing, Um, you know, international is an even bigger opportunity, uh, for virtual tours, but more than that, one of the rules of thumb I like to use, uh, when I'm talking to agents is that a third of the time, it's just a good practice, uh, or the best practice actually to be as transparent as possible. And then another third of the time, depending on the space or the agent, you may want to show it after the open house. You may want to, um, you know, share it, uh you know tease the space in a certain way Uh, and then the last third of the time you may actually want to use it as an internal tool to be more efficient with your own brokerage and do more co-brokes as a team and so there's a lot of different ways that you can use the technology it doesn't necessarily need to be all or nothing where everything is you know 3d all the time and for every listing but you can use it in different ways and slice up the content and be rather creative uh, depending on the space, depending on the agent, depending on the market, you know, all of those variables. And so we always trust the agent to recommend to us what what works best for them on that particular listing, of course, with a few, you know, general guidelines.
0: Sure, sure. I love that you said it It allows you to be more creative with the content. I think that that's such a value proposition for anyone going in and trying to win over a listing as you go in with your listing presentation discussing some of this technology that's out there and, and how you can creatively market properties and can showcase them in in such a different capacity than what we used to have, you know, five, 10 years ago.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's, that's part of the fun for me is actually looking at a space that some may see as unattractive and, and making it attractive and, and, and highlighting its best attributes and telling that story that we're, that we've seen in the listing descriptions, but telling it visually and, and not just through photos. If you have a great videographer or a great photographer, why not put those videos and those photos in a tour? And if you have a great tour or a great space or a great you know, opening shot, why not also create that in a 360 image for Facebook? I mean, Facebook and YouTube are two of the biggest underutilized platforms right now. And, and, you know, after Google, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure it gets any better um, for search period, other, you know, other than obviously um, the MLS um, publishers. But, but I believe that, you know, looking at fun, interesting new ways and, and having that willingness to just experiment and test to see what fits your personal brand, your listings. Uh, after one or two, you become a pro and then you can step and repeat and do a whole bunch of different things. Uh, that really separates you from the pack in a, what is an especially competitive uh, industry. Sure.
0: So, um, tell me the difference between some of these these cameras and how they operate. Obviously, you know, all of us have seen drone footage. We've seen footage inside and outside of a home. Is there a difference in the way that the technology um, is delivered to the agent for those that are trying to do it themselves?
1: Yeah. So, basically there are consumer oriented 360 cameras, and those are um, some are better than others, but I would say that there are some that are borderline professional and others that are more for enthusiasts. And so some of them are compatible with higher end software systems like Matterport, and mm-hmm. then others have their own uh, you know, proprietary tech stack. But, um, you know, Insta360, Rico Theta, they're two of the bigger ones. Uh, they're both compatible with Matterport. And uh, Rico Theta is also compatible with Zillow. And then Rico also has their own um, tour platform called Rico Tours. And so no matter how you slice it, there's, there's a way to get in for everybody. And it really just depends on, um, you know, how interested you are in the, the back-end post-processing because the same way you take a photo and you have the option to edit it on your phone, you could put it into Adobe Lightroom. You could send it to your professional photographer who actually has way more sophistication that we don't have time for. Um, There's a lot of levels to these things. And it really just depends on, you know, is it a million dollar listing? Is it um, a half a million dollar listing? Is it a rental? Is it, you know, what, what really is, um, is required to actually, you know, do justice for, for that space in that market. And, uh, you know, there's there's over 150, uh, you know, virtual tour solutions out there and growing. And, and I would say that most, most of them are similar, but those that have the 3D um, component to it, the true 3D, I should say, the big difference there is that it captures the depth data, allowing you to also generate an accurate floor plan. And sometimes that's really the, the, line in the sand that separates, you know, the up and comers versus the more premium solutions. Um, But also some of the interesting 360 solutions are able to convert 360 to 3d, which is a relatively new uh, innovation. And so uh, there's only a couple that can do that. And those are are definitely companies to keep an eye on.
0: Sure. Um, I have a couple more questions for you because I think that this is so interesting for those agents and brokers that maybe have not felt comfortable doing something like this themselves, but the technology is out there and it sounds like it's well supported with a software solution behind it. Um, What would you say the learning curve on this is? Is it fairly steep or can someone uh, get into any of those to edit edit their photos, edit their tours and feel pretty confident that that they can adapt to it quickly?
1: I believe that anyone can pick it up and learn within an hour. It's just a matter of how deep they wanna get in in terms of the production side as well as making it, you know, on par with a truly professional service. So mm-hmm. the professional service side of it is always going to be, you know, um, uh, an evolving dynamic. So as soon as phones get better and incorporate more technology, the professional service will get, will get better and incorporate more technology as well. It's just, you know, how the world works. So. I think that if you're trying to be on par with the professional service providers, you're always going to be, or for the most part, most agents will be chasing them. But if there's a balance and a shift where maybe um, you can work with them, then, then that's probably also a viable option. But in terms of the pure learning curve, uh, it's hard to say exactly other than just maybe on your second or third tour, you can have a sufficient result and then little things like, um, like as far as, uh, post-processing of raw images in light, Adobe Lightroom, those are things that definitely require, you know, more, um, more, more testing and also research and practice. And if someone wants to learn it, that's, that's totally available to them as well. Uh, and, you know, I would say maybe, I don't know, anywhere from a few weeks to a few years, depending on, you know, how dedicated you are.
0: Sure. Um, so I heard an interesting stat, and I'm not sure where I heard this from, so don't quote me on it. I don't know it, exactly how accurate it is. But in the month of March, um, Matterport sales were reported to go up over 500%. Do you see this as being an ongoing trend where those sales would continue to increase um, because this is becoming the norm to have 3D visual tours and and you know, a lot better renderings of homes out there. Do you see it continuing or do you see it it being just a product of COVID and f- everyone felt that they needed to do that during that time? Because I certainly would love to see people continue doing this. I think it needs to become the norm rather than just this temporary solution during a pandemic.
1: Yeah, I definitely see it continuing. And I think that part of the reason is their shift in advertising and promoting and educating to you know just households and just everyday people and so that b2b community has already been well informed about the technology but now that the mass market and the mainstream is getting involved in the conversation there's nowhere to go but up and they still have the best product in the market in my opinion so from a scalable perspective it, it, it's really a no-brainer and uh you know they're, they're definitely you know Doing some some pretty awesome things.
0: Sure. So my next question for you is fairly broad, um, but what are your predictions for the future as far as your prop tech consulting, as far as um, some of these companies that you've mentioned? Uh, you know, read in the news some things about Redfin and and a couple other things like that. I know you're really in touch in this area, so I'm curious what some of your future predictions are in the industry.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, the Apple announcements are probably the most interesting to pay attention to. They have their big convention uh, coming up in, in, a, in a week or so. And uh, their, their glasses, as well as their iPad, that, that both are rumored, uh, well, the iPad does have LiDAR in it, the glasses are rumored to have LiDAR in it. Uh, that those uh, technologies to be able to, to blur the lines between the built and the unbuilt world are really exciting. And then, of course, with the relationship that has in terms of, of real estate, you know, I think that that's going to be a game changer that are, that's going to um, flip around a lot of business models. And so I'm not sure exactly what to expect in terms of, you know, what, what my predictions are, uh, but I would say that they're going to have a big voice in the conversation, uh, as will, you know, Facebook and some of the usual suspects.
0: Sure, sure. So your predictions um, are more that with the devices that we purchase, our cell phone or or our iPad or our MacBook or whatever it is, that there's going to be technology that comes with that that allows for um, more of this virtual reality 3D rendering type of stuff is is what you're saying essentially.
1: Yeah. That and also, I should add that that some consolidation as well. A lot of these um, mini teams are going to join forces and I think that some of the businesses or startups that are out there are, are, are more applications than actual true businesses. And so I think that some of them are going to come together and, and develop uh, collectively and others are going to get acquired by, you know, some of the bigger companies to help innovate at a more rapid pace.
0: Sure. Sure. I see this also being a great recruiting tool for brokerages. Um, If they can get their heads wrapped around offering this with whether they have a marketing department or, you know, most of the brokerages that I work with do uh, where they've got some sort of an admin that if they they got that admin honed in on doing this, it could be such a great recruiting tool to bring agents on board and say, hey, we've got someone that will help you and assist you uh, with your property marketing in this way, X, Y and Z. Um, so I, I definitely think that it's something that the industry is, is moving toward, was forced into during COVID. I'm, this is one of the technologies that I'm happy it was, it was forced to come out. I mean, I'm constantly looking at real estate and homes that are around me. Um, you know, I've, I, I had thought about actually relocating for a while. Um, and in that case, you know, it's it's not easy as a mom with two kids, uh, taking you know, flying down to wherever I'm interested in relocating. So, I, I love the data element, I love the production element, and just the visual element of it. I think it makes it so that you're not just um, purchasing a house from afar, you're purchasing a home. It's the single biggest investment anyone will ever make. And, you know, being able to almost feel like you can walk into that home and and touch and feel everything and feel the depth of the room and the size of the room. And are my bunk beds going to fit here? Is my king size bed going to fit here? What about my dining room table? Um, I just, I think that it's such great technology and that it truly is going to become the, the way of the future that, in many instances uh you know if you go into a listing presentation, consumers will expect this uh, Would you agree with that statement yeah, yeah.
1: totally I, I mean like everyone's saying the the home is more valuable than ever now, so certainly you know it's it's, it's changing the, the the dynamic around it but uh that that's nothing but positive reinforcement for for the value of virtual tours and uh you know the more you can you know mix it up and do different types of things with them that's going to be the true um you know defining uh element of the business is is you know what the secondary opportunities are with, with those spaces
0: right right well jonathan we're running close to time here i'm going to leave it with you uh any last thoughts as well as um again just want to remind people of who jonathan is jonathan klein with PropTech tech consulting he's um a phenomenal tech architect, just real great thought leader, has such a diverse um, background in, in marketing, virtual tours, 3D rendering. Um, love having you on the show today. Any last thoughts that you have or anything else that you'd like to add to the conversation?
1: I would, I would just say just keep a balanced approach in whatever you're doing at all times, if possible. You know, Do what actually works and we'll get the job done. But at the same time, constantly be experimenting at least a little bit and be open-minded to learning new things and and, and testing new technologies because you never know when that new technology is going to actually help you close your, your next biggest deal. And from acquisitions to branding, to efficiency um, there's a lot of different ways that you can go the extra mile. And so, yeah, just, just keep an eye out on the news, the trends, Obviously, everyone's more than welcome to reach out to me, you know, even if it's just for general advice on anything. So uh, Jen, really appreciate you having me on and look forward to continuing the conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jonathan, this has been great. Really appreciate your perspective. Uh, So thank you for joining our Brokerage Insider today and uh, loved all of the thoughts that you added. Really appreciate your perspective. And I think it'll bring a lot of value to both our agent and our brokerage community. So thanks again.